Mm. Okay, ready, steady, go. Welcome to the Mother Effer Podcast. I'm Beth. And I'm Jessie. We are two moms who are ready to stop being polite. And start getting real about this thing called motherhood. Because motherhood is no joke, y'all. So put on your big girl panties. Grab a drink. And and let's let's do do this this thing. thing. Hey, guys. We are (laughs) so glad you're back for another week. Welcome back to Mother Effer. Mother Effers. (laughs) This episode almost didn't happen because Beth and I uh, were hating our lives today. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I'm yesterday. Ask you, I want to ask you this is a safe space, correct? Like you would say yeah. that. Like with our it's listeners, safe. they all get it. This is a safe space. Uh-huh. So I'm just going to say something that you're not supposed to say. I think at one point today, I wanted to punch all of my kids in the face. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. And I say that with no love. <laughs> We're just mm-hmm. oh my listen, on the way to Young oh Life tonight, the oh Logan God. like recalled virtual school last year and I said out loud, yeah, I was going to kill everyone. Everyone. Like, yeah, she was going to straight up murder us. <laughs> oh my god. It was a shit show for the ages. Horrible, horrible horrible evening Shocking. i know because like it started off like yeah we're gonna record it's gonna be great and then like an hour later you're like nope not today satan <laughs> that's literally <laughs> i literally <laughs> pinned that on my pinterest like, <laughs> i saw that and i was like yeah fucker oh my god no what i happened? am it's just like you know, the perfect shitstorm of every single one of them doing everything they can to make my life worse today. Like, look at my mic, won't even stay up. Like, like the fact that like, I don't know, they were just all like bitching and screaming and moaning and complaining for one reason or another, like every single one of them and Ranko's no help. No, so every, help. everybody's oh. on their period at your house and everyone <laughs> God, Ava's crying. It's Renko's home, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> he will he, deal with it. He is no help. No. Oh, <laughs> he is no help. No, he's not been at all. Like he's just been, I love him, but I need to say this in this safe space. It's a little yes, you can. Go ahead. It's just every single one of them, including him, has been the worst today. And it's just, I don't know if it's like the rain or the weather or like everybody's shitty behaviors because of the freaking daylight saving shit. But like, it has just been, every single one of them has been like bitching and complaining and whining and screaming at me for some reason or another all afternoon. I am just at the point where I can't hear it anymore. Nope. Nope. And it feel I feel like a horrible mother when I'm like, please just shut your mouth. Mm-hmm. Stop talking to me. Even when we're at the dinner table, we ordered Chinese because I just was so goddamn tired. Ava was up all night last night. And I was like, I'm not cooking. So Ranko orders Chinese, barely, because he was asking me a million questions. Where should I get it from? What should I order? What do you think? And I'm like, just do it. I don't care. 
I don't care where it's from. I don't even you can get it from the fucking gas station. We don't care. <laughs> I just don't care. And so, no, he, yeah. So he finally orders something. So even at the dinner table, like, I'm just like, no one's allowed to talk. Everyone just needs to sit here and be quiet. No and talking, eating. Because they're all complaining and they're all bitching. I don't like that. About the Chinese food? About the probably hundred bucks of Chinese food that you ordered for dinner? No, nobody ate it. And so, Mm. I mean, I ate it and it was not even that good, but I ate it because I was hungry. So yeah, just like you, moms, you know, you know, when it's just like, no matter how many kids you have, if it's one or six, there's just days that suck. They just do. Yeah. There's days in a row that suck. Not just one. In a row. In a row. You've been in a row. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, tell me about your row. Well, here's my row. So this week I have this job. It's a real job, everybody. Like I work. It's every day I work. Yeah, of course. And I work from home, but on Tuesday I said, hey, I can come into the office. So that's what I'm going to do. Yeah, nice. Oh, yeah, it's going to be fine. Tuesday comes and Mary Jane's sick. Logan's sick. Harrison wants to stay at my house. And I'm like, hey, everybody. Yeah. <clears throat> I was just so mad. It, yeah. You know, and like I was telling you, it was like, not even Keisha can help me today. I can say nothing went wrong as ho- many times as possible. And I'm still mad about it because nothing did go wrong. I went to work. I went to the office. They're old enough to stay home, blah, blah, blah. But I, I couldn't work at my desk because that's out in the kitchen and they're all out there watching TV, being sick. And I'm in the, my bedroom. I just, you know, it was what it wasn't what I had planned. Right. Exactly. No, it's not. And it's your nope. anxiety. And some days like you just need to say, fuck everything that I'm that I'm trying to work through all the mindfulness stuff, all the right. mantras. It's all like, why do I have to be the one to work through this shit? Why does like, why isn't it easier? Period. <laughs> no, some days it's just like, fuck it. I'm just going to be in this shit and I'm going to yeah. feel all this shit. And that's just how it's going to be. And all the affirmations in the world cannot help you in that moment. And sometimes you just have to feel it and, you yeah. just have to feel it and just get through it. And I did. And this morning I woke up, I'm like, brand new day. Here we go. Yeah. Mary Jane, I don't think I can go to school again today. <laughs> is it period stuff? Or I think, it, I, I think, yeah, she's like, I have a really bad headache. I don't feel good, but she's fine. I'm literally FaceTiming my husband right now. To tell him to take care of his children? Yeah. <laughs> Just tell Let's him there's a murderer in the woods. See what happens. I'm hoping it wakes him up. He, you, he's a... I'm sorry. What? <laughs> sleep in the bed with Lucas. Can you please, please go check on Ava? <laughs> I'm trying to record my podcast and it would really appreciate it. If you could check on Ava, please. Can you do it right now, please? Ranko? I'm going to kill him. I'm going to fucking kill him. I'm going to kill them all. Oh, my God. It's a dayline. It's a dayline. It's the house. Oh, my God. 
it is just, you're living in like the Amneville horror house where you've been there a few like a year almost right yeah man and uh the house is getting to you dude it's just like it just I just don't understand why I'm the one who has to be the default why do I have to stop what I'm doing to put her to bed I really, I wish I had a good answer for that because right. it would be nice to know that. Right. Oh, wait, but, he's there. Oh, wait, he's bringing her out here. Oh, I don't like it. I don't like it when mommy and daddy fight. So anyway, you just sit and listen to me. I'm going to talk about what happened. Okay, I'm here. All right, so... Mary Jane couldn't go to school today. She could have. And my sister, Jill, loved this woman. She's like, take her, get her in the car and take her to school. Right. I was like, no, I don't, I don't really know if there's something going on at school. Like I need to get to the bottom of it. If she does this again tomorrow. And, but I told her, I was like, you can't have friends over today. You can't have friends over today. No one has friends over today. Like I turned into this horrible, mean person. And I'm like, of course her friends. If she's, if she's going to be sick right with right. air quotes and no she's gonna deprive friends over Absolutely. It just, yeah it just mm, it was really upsetting oh, oh, hold on. oh hey ranko do you need me to take ava ranko <laughs> i really don't know what's happening guys uh, he sounded a little out of it. Is he out of it? I just don't know. And I just don't give a fuck. I was up all night with her. Why? Why? She transitioned to a big girl bed. Right. Over the weekend. And she did great. Our cat is in heat. We have not had her fixed yet. And so when cats are in heat, they get very vocal about their sexual. <sighs> They're the worst. The worst. I just like. Put, yeah, I used. I used to put All mine right. in the basement. <laughs> like before, I got her fixed. When the first house had a basement, I'm like, have fun down there. All fucking night. All night long with this shit. So she wakes Ava up. So Ava, when she's up, she's like, "Oh, I'm gonna have a party. I'm gonna stay up. I'm gonna hang out. I'm gonna talk. I'm gonna sing. I'm gonna be cute." So, you know, she's got a little bit girl bed, it's a twin bed. So I'm able to like crawl in bed with her and like lay down, but I don't fully sleep. I'm up and down with her for God knows how long until she falls back asleep. And then we're up at six. So I am exhausted (laughs) and I still have to wake up and work all day. Right. And get the kids from school and figure out what's for dinner and work from home while having a toddler and my two other kids from, you know, home from school. It's just like, you know, I'm expected to do, you know, all the things like I'm expected to work from home and be able to like maintain the kids and have the kids and meet all of their needs and figure out what's going to be for dinner and figure out every single detail of everybody's life. Because Mm -hmm. apparently because I'm the woman and I work from home, somehow I'm still the default. It just doesn't make any sense to me. So yeah, well, so I was up all night with her. So it's uh, I'm passing the torch, and he can go and be with her now. And I'm gonna, I'm gonna have a night. I'm okay, gonna have girl. Some and I'm gonna watch some TV, and I'm gonna do nothing. 
Yeah. That sounds great. Yeah. That why, sounds really why, great. Why do I have to be the one? Why? Why are we always why. the one? Why? I don't know. Yeah. I, I can't answer it. Like, I don't have yeah. an answer that's that you're going to like. I don't have an answer that makes sense. It's just how it is. I don't understand it. I don't know why. It's just how it is. Oh, it's so frustrating. And oh. That's why we almost didn't have an episode tonight, guys, because it's like <laughs> you can hear the exhaustion in both our voices. Yeah. We're long, like. long story short, this is the episode you're getting. <laughs> <laughs> like I had a great day at work, super productive, um, started out great. Like our, we, uh, one of our good friends is our nanny and Ava adores her, which is like so nice. When, you know, Molly walks in the door, Ava will reach for her and it makes that part so much easier. But then like I got home and picked up the kids from school and it was just like a dumpster fire. I need you to understand that right now someone's trying to announce over the Alexa so they can talk to me because I locked the door to my room. (laughs) What do they want? I don't even know. Fuck. I hope the house is on fire. Welcome. Bye. <laughs> I told everybody, I, well, I'm going to do podcasting now. Okay, go. I love you. Bye. Leave me alone. Now I hear Alexa. Doom, doom. Somebody probably took a shower and didn't get a towel. And Eddie needs a towel. Oh, well, that'd be fine. Let him run through the house naked, finding one. He'll be all right. He'd be all right. Okay. I know. We know you guys out there relate to this shit. And that's why we decided to go ahead and do this episode because, yeah, you know what? Like as much as we talk about like how well we're doing with our mindfulness and our affirmations, like we still have fucked up days. Mm-hmm. This mm-hmm. is one of those days. And we are like, you know what? We're going to record it. We're going to record our fucked up day and how <laughs> shitty we're feeling because <laughs> that's just where we are right now. And that's where some of you guys are too. So we are meeting you where you are friends. We're all there. Dude. I was telling them I was going to go to jail. That's how far I took it this morning. I was like, you know what's going to happen if you stay home again? I'm going to go to jail. The cops are coming to the front door and putting me in truancy jail. And you know what? I'm going to go. I'm going to go willingly because I get three hots and a cot and nobody to do. I don't have to do shit. Come get me. Come get me. I never heard that. That's so perfect. But like, literally, like, here's the saddest part. Let me tell you something. When I was in the mental hospital for a week and I was explaining to moms, like, you know, it was so incredible to have time to think and read and sleep and eat and shower without any interruptions or anyone requesting anything of me, or like, I was just able to focus on myself for a whole five days how many moms were like, oh my God, the mental hospital sounds amazing. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I mean, we've already talked about like having our bodies cut open by scalpel. Sounds like a great idea. If it means we get a nap. What the fuck's well, up with that? Yeah. yeah. I traded Ranko for it. I was like, you don't have to have a vasectomy. I will go ahead and get this major surgery, but you're taking the week off work and I'm not doing shit because I would rather get my body cut open and my parts taken out if I can have a break. Yeah. And now what? You get your period for a hundred days straight. Yeah. Basically. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Is there an update on this? I need to know. Is there an yeah, update? Yeah, no. 
There is an update. Yeah. Is it I inappropriate? Did you no, it's not at all. Up? No, it's not at <laughs> all. It's, it's actually kind of like, it's good. So <clears throat> excuse me. So for listeners who don't know, I had my period, I had COVID in December and then subsequently my, my cycle was so screwed up and I ended up in February, almost having my period for a month. And it was just insane. My body was wrecked. My emotions were wrecked. My mental health was wrecked, but I had my period again and it was only four days, which is totally normal. So, and it was like a normal, regular period, but I've, we've heard like a ton of moms. I, I shouldn't say moms, a ton of women who have had crazy menstrual symptoms after COVID just, and it like runs the gamut of like, you know, really long extended periods or really intense cramping, or, you know, like your symptoms are heightened. Some moms even said they had to have a hysterectomy because they did not stop bleeding. And this was women who either had had COVID had the vaccine or both like me. So, yeah. So, but you know, maybe it was a temporary thing. And so far, I mean, it was a totally normal cycle. So let's knock on whatever and pray to whatever. And hopefully it saves that way. Yes. (laughs) I don't really get my period since I have the Marina, but it's been in there. I've had it for about almost five years. And, and you usually start getting like a small, really light period at the end. And so that's happening. And it's been so long yesterday at the end of what, what do you mean? Um, you're, you have a Marina for like five years. Okay. When you come up on that fifth year, your period usually comes back because it's lost steam or whatever. I don't know. I can't remember how my, how my OB put it. He's like, are you using this to control your periods or not get pregnant? I'm like, not get pregnant. Right. (laughs) He's like, okay, well, this is what will happen. If you keep it in, you'll probably get your period back. Blah, blah, blah. Anyway, long story short, I've never said the word period so many times in my life. I, um, was so mad and frustrated and angry yesterday. And like, right before I went to bed, I'm like, Oh, <laughs> that's why you're like, Oh, and this makes sense. Do you still, because you have the IUD, do you still get symptoms of your yes. penis? Okay. Gotcha. Yes. Okay. But I, but because I never got a period, I just assumed this was me. This sure. is me. And now okay. that I'm getting like this, new, I'm going to say it again, period. Period. <laughs> Fuck, I hate that word. I remember the first time my mom's like, you're going to get your period. And I was like, (laughs) no, because I'm a sucker. No, she stayed Uh home today and she didn't have any friends over. Hold on about back up because you froze. (laughs) My internet connections and. (laughs) It's, it's unstable, which is exactly how I feel right now. Jesse's <laughs> internet connection says she's unstable. Oh, wait. No, the internet connection's unstable. It's Between the internet connection being unstable and Siri telling me that I'm not nice or calling her a fucker, I just feel <laughs> super uh, attacked by my technology right now. Ah, it's the <laughs> house. That? Like, oh, I'm on blast right now for my tech. Oh, my God. So am I back? Did you hear me? Can you hear me now? I, I can hear you. So did she it, go to school or didn't she? She did. Okay. Yes. No, she didn't go to school. Cause I'm a sucker. <laughs> I got so, I got so worked up about your internet calling you unstable. Oh, <laughs> so unstable. Oh my God. No, she stayed yeah. home because I'm a sucker. And I, like I said, I don't know hundred percent. 
what the reason is. You know, maybe somebody at school bothers her for, for all I know, but um, she did stay home. And before I came in to podcast tonight, I was like, I'm going into podcast. You're ready for school tomorrow. She's like, yeah, I'm like, for real, you're going for real, for real. Like you're going to school tomorrow, period. (laughs) (laughs) Did she say why she didn't want to go or was she still like, she said she didn't feel good, but she had like major headaches. She's getting headaches more now. Mm, I'm like, okay. okay. And so I'm still, I'm still on the, I still think it's period stuff coming on. And we talk about it. I'm like, so what's happening it again? This is a period episode. It's, um, it is. it's turning into one period episode. anyway the title the period episode yeah. I think period I think yes our I think men really need to be more educated on the physical and psychological effects of the hormones that run through our bodies once a month while we expel stuff it is it is real I know they think it's joke. I know they think it's funny to make fun of us because we're on our period and are crazy or whatever, but it's like, fuck you, dude. (laughs) You feel crazy. You do. Mm -hmm. You do feel crazy. And you feel like every single irrational thought and reaction you have is totally justified. Yep. It should be a defense. It's almost like your inhibitions are lowered and everything that you've always felt is just coming out of every single pore in your body. Like, I don't give a fuck. Sounds great, doesn't it? Yeah. How did the sex that like does all of this become the one that's not in charge? Like, how did that happen? Yeah. It's such a good question. And it's so like, it serves so, so much research because it just goes back for how many like thousands of years, right? I guess. Even when like having a period was considered dirty. It's gross. I mean, it is, it's gross, but. Yeah, it's gross, but it's not a sin. And so like even going back, like dating back to those times, you know, like, yeah, yeah. I just don't understand. And we can can still do all the shit. We do everything, no matter how we're feeling or how much we're bleeding or how bad we're cramping or how many headaches we have or how much sleep we lose. We still do everything. Mm -hmm. We get up and we do it every day. We do. We chose to. I had to wake up my husband to check on our toddler while I podcast going deck. That's going down in podcast history right there. Yeah. Well, this timing Rinko. I don't know if that's above the murder alert, murderer (laughs) alert last time. (laughs) Oh my God. It was great. It's always a party. It's always a party here. Yeah. But I did have a huge win because my oldest son is turning 18 this year and it's starting to hit him. Starting to get real nervous. Yeah. And yeah. we, we talked about self-sabotage and we talked about, I told him, I was like, I do the same thing. You know, I self-sabotage all my ideas mm-hmm. and I really tried hard not to do that anymore. And I can give you some tips. And we just talked about the way things feel. And in the end he felt better. And I'm like, all right, I'm not a shitty parent. Yeah. <laughs> so I felt that's like a win way. for sure. Hell yeah. Yeah. I was very proud of that little conversation we had. You can uh, pass on some Keisha wisdom to your kid. Exactly. But the thing is, Jesse, I know that you mentioned, um, are we still talking about what you mentioned or no? What did I mention? The snap in the chat. 
Oh, yes. Oh, God. Okay. So I was going to say, I had that win with Harrison, but let me tell you how many times I've had this problem with him too. Like, welcome, welcome, welcome. God. Let me tell you guys. So, uh, this has been a long time coming. You know, our eldest son is almost 13. There's a lot happening body and mind. And so we got an email from his teacher saying she was, yeah, she caught him cheating. (laughs) Yeah. Jackalus. And we decided to have a conversation with him when he got home and take his phone away. And, you know, he, he said, you know, it was a mix up, blah, blah, blah. He had an excuse, whatever. Mm. And we were like, okay, dude, no matter what the excuse is, like you still were cheating Mm -hmm. and we're taking your phone away. So Ranko was like, I'm just going to take this opportunity to go through his phone. Cause it's been a while. It's been a hot minute since we've gone through his phone. We used to do it all the time. (laughs) Oh my God. You guys having a, okay. Having a preteen boy is super tough because you're navigating this landscape where it's like they're exploring their sexuality and their feelings. And that's totally normal, but to see it. like, (laughs) Yeah. And what really like, I think disturbed me the most was that on his phone, he had saved Snapchat pictures of girls who had sent him photos of them in their bra and panties. No, that's called and, pornography. That's called jail. Yes. And these are girls who are his age, who are getting on Snapchat. And are they girls he knows or are yeah. they just like Snapchat girls? No, they're his, yeah, like girls he goes to school with. I did not recognize this one specific girl I did not recognize. I've never heard her name, but uh, yeah. So the fact that there are 13, 12 and 13 year old girls out there taking pictures of themselves in this manner and putting it out for people to see really upset me. And it upset. And okay. Plus he saved it. That's disgusting. Yes. Well, okay. So here's the thing. He's 13 almost. He's got hormones. He's thinking about like, we pulled a, we pulled a chat from his Snapchat, like his friends and him were talking about when they're going to be ready to have sex. And you know, like normal, 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 normal. Oh, I'm going to be 16. Right. Like not like, right. Exactly. Very, very normal. But, and like, I get that, like, you know, Every teenager at this age explores their feelings and their sexuality. Sure. Like, you know, whether it was years ago when we were, you know, like, you know, looking at porn on the internet or stealing your dad's Playboys or whatever it was, right? Like there, there's a time for exploration and that's normal. Yep. But in this age, this digital age of like cell phones and Snapchat, like where's the line? Hmm. Um. We drew that line very hard in the sand the first time it happened and let our son know you're going to go to jail with this kind of stuff on your phone. Child pornography. You're going to put us in jail with this kind of stuff on the phone. Right. Right. You will not fare well because you're older than everyone in your class because you have a late birthday. I was like, listen, none of this is surprising, but let me tell you what's going to happen if you get caught with it 
Cheating on a test will seem like child's play. Oh, no. We found multiple photos of like a network of kids his age who were all cheating together. And like one of them will take photos of a test they were all going to take later, like subsequently and passed around to each other. It sounds like a movie plot. I mean, it doesn't surprise me. Like I said, I'm not surprised. This is, I, we would have probably done the same shit if we had phones. You kidding? Right. But it's disappointing when it's the kid that you've raised to know better. Yes. That's what it was. And like, very disappointing. (laughs) And, and rank out, like I, I will admit that I was not in a state to talk with him about this in a very rational way. So I let Ranko do it (laughs) because Ranko, he was really, really angry at first, like just being super irrational and angry and mad. But then he calmed down and he was able to sit down and actually talk to him and like go through photos and be like, okay, what is happening in this photo? What is happening in this photo? Who is that? Why is this in your phone? Like he went through every single piece of content that he had in his phone with him. Mm. And, you know, I would not have been able to do that and stayed level-headed where Ranko was. Like Ranko was able to be like, have a conversation with him about it. And his phone was taken away and we are going to be going through it like on a weekly basis now. Yeah. Yeah. You know, but like, and you know, I just, and I asked him, I was like, you didn't shame him like about, you know, like the exploring, you know, right. If he had like saved pictures from the internet of porn stars it would be different. Right. And I don't feel like ashamed or attach any sort of shame to that, like feeling curious about sex. That's normal stuff. Right. But like the fact that there are, and in my mind, little girls. Yes. Yes. If I found out that Mary Jane was putting pictures of herself on the internet like that, what would you do? Die. Right. I would die. Absolutely. Me too. I don't think she would. would She doesn't have any matching stuff. She doesn't have anything. But. But like. It would break my heart. It would break my heart to think she had to do that to get the attention of these dorks. That's what I was feeling like. I was like, you know, I was really like worried. Because I knew that if I knew the parents of the of the girls that I had seen pictures of, I would be like, ring, ring. Yeah. (laughs) Exactly. Yeah. Um, I did not know who she was. I didn't recognize her face or her name. Um, but we did let him know, you know, this is not okay. And yeah. So he, he, he did have a really good talk with him and and there were consequences, but still it was just like, you know, you think, I guess naively, I thought, you know, he's joining Bible camp and hanging out with kids that don't look at tits. (laughs) <laughs> right i assume the innocence was still there right. no i still assume it with mary jane though i'm not even gonna lie right i still think she's like seven mentally some kid like so one of his friends sent him a like uh like a meme and it had a pack of gushers on it and it's gross said, gross gushers. gross Tom gushers terrible horrible disgusting shit like that and he was like, you know, my friends send this shit to me. They didn't say shit, but they send these things to me. They send this stuff to me. This is not me. I am not sending this stuff. Like, you know, and 
to, in all fairness, it does make him super uncomfortable. So I, I believe him that he doesn't, he's probably not the one initiating, but he's on the receiving end of it. And he still yep. thinks it's funny. <clears throat> well, he has to, if he doesn't laugh at it, then he's not going to have right. friends. Like, right. Like he has to fit in, he wants to fit in. It's everything right now, mm-hmm. you know? So, yeah. So it's, it's such a like crazy thing to navigate, like in this digital era with kids and Snapchat and, you know, TikTok and, you know, yeah. all the ways they're communicating with each other. Like they don't text. They just have like a TikTok. It's like an, it, it's, it's, not, not it's like a Snapchat. They have a Snapchat. It's like a disassociation to conversation. What do you mean? Like when I drove those kids home, they were in the car together, but they were still Snapchatting each other right in the car. Right. Like, look at this video of what we just did that you saw with your own two eyes. Cause you're in the fucking car with me. <laughs> like, it's just, it's incredible. Yeah. To see. And when he had his phone taken away, it was just like a piece of him was gone. I sure hope he didn't throw a fit. He did not. <laughs> yeah, he did not. He, well, at first, like he denied, denied, denied. Right. Just like complete denial. Well, that was the cheating. And then you saw the pictures and it's like, you're capable of anything. <laughs> yes. Right. Exactly. Yes. It was just yep. like, this, yeah. I mean, he it just totally opened my eyes to like this whole new side of him and his friends and his life. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but how do yeah. I move on from that? I don't, I, you know, what's funny. It's almost like I'm having a blackout as to when, how, when I went from being the mom that was you to being the mom that is me today. So let's see. What do you mean? Like with like four years, like not having a total freak out about like what looking at naked ladies or watching porn or like, I've, I've seen some stuff. Yeah. (laughs) You mean stuff that your kids have seen? Like that you, yeah. Yeah. like I've seen some stuff and, and it's like, oh, like, when did I, when did I become the mom that goes then to them and says, listen, this isn't realistic. I need, like, I get it. Maybe you were curious about the title, but this doesn't happen in real life. Like that's the mom I am now. Yeah. Okay. You know, Harrison's okay. like me and my girlfriend are, are going through it. And I'm like, the first thing I ask him is, is she pregnant? Like I am right in there. Okay. Not by the way, like that's definitely not happening. I just need to make that clear because my mom's probably listening, but uh, that's where I am. Like, I just have it. I asked Logan, I'm like, are you thinking like, what, what have you done with boys and make sure you respect my rules when your boyfriend's over and blah, blah, blah. And I'm you know. But different having one that's like cisgender, like heterosexual, and then having a kid that's gay. Like, is it different the way that you're navigating? No, this. Okay. All of a sudden I'm Catholic again, and I need them to leave room for Jesus. I don't care if it's two dudes, two girls, Uh, boy and a girl. Okay. Okay. Mm -hmm. And I say that I'm like, leave room for Jesus. And Logan's like, you're just jealous, mom. And I'm like, (laughs) (laughs) come hug me I know (laughs) yeah but it's it's a fine line because you become sort of friends with them but at the same time you have to remind them every now and then like I'm still your mom and this isn't going to be okay with me we're going to have a problem 
Girl. And Harrison, he, he, <laughs> he was in school at your house. I thought he did school at Rob's house. He has been. Okay. But I'm, I miss him. Like he's gone all week. I only see him on the weekends that I have him. And so I was like, yeah, I'd, okay. he wanted to come over. And I said, yeah, come over. And if you want, you can finish school here this week. And, you know, that was fine. And then he like got to my house and had a mental breakdown and was just upset because he's trying to like be a record producer and also in a band and also in high school and also taking classes at a college level and also working and and turning 18. And he's like, ah, I'm so overwhelmed. I just don't know why I'm in the place that I am now. And I said, listen, I'm not going to lie. You made some stupid choices for a few years. Yeah. Now you have to, you have to catch up, but you're capable. And that's when we were talking about the self-sabotage because it's easy to be like, oh, I'm just a mess up. I don't do anything right. This, that, right. other. And I was, I said, I get exactly how you feel. I really do. But there's nothing we can change about what's already happened. Yep. I said, we're going to move forward and we're going to do it different. It's easy to believe those default thoughts. Because right. It's, it's a comfortable place, even though it feels shitty it's a comfortable place. Yeah. You know, and it's easy just to say, well, this is just who I am. I'm a fuck up. There's right. no changing it. So I might as well just get used to it and lean into it, mm-hmm. you know? And yeah, I mean, that's super easy to do, it but is. you're right. He has to feel the consequences and he, you know, I think sometimes when we feel anxiety or we feel overwhelmed, like it's, it sucks and it feels shitty, but sometimes it can be the motivator that we need to be better. Yeah you know, so exactly. And that's, that's what I told him. And then this morning, you know, we get up and it's not an overnight change, but we made progress. We made progress today. Got school done before Eddie got home from school. And I just need them to clean their room and I'll be so happy. What is it with boys or kids in general? Because Mary Jane's room can get nasty. I mean, I remember actually, you know what? My mom's probably listening and laughing very hard because I right. had a shitty right. room too. But like my boys literally have Gatorade and Carnation Instant Breakfast and water yeah. bottles and cups and cereal from 12 months ago. Don't forget All about the, uh, a pile of hard, sticky socks. Sure. You know that's there. <laughs> yeah. So they have that all over their desks and they're literally yeah. like have just enough molded space for their fingers to hit the keyboards (laughs) the keyboard and I'm like just throw it away and so I'll come down there I'm like let's throw away the garbage okay and then I'll come back and they'll bring it outside I'll hear it I'll hear the door open and then I'll go in and I'm like you didn't do anything like there's still so much garbage in your room why are you like feral they're so feral like we did a deep clean of of you know, the boys rooms this past weekend. And it was like, how many bags of trash mm-hmm. and how, like, just like even just moving furniture around and cleaning behind beds and couches and like, Oh my God, it was disgusting. It's like, how do you live like this? Well, right now I haven't been in their rooms to clean them in about three weeks because I Are, want them yeah. to feel it. Yeah, exactly. But will they, they don't know. <laughs> Yeah. Right. Or are they, they just care. like content in the filth? They don't care. But, um, my, the, care. The, I have a person that comes once a month to deep clean 
for me. Oh, okay. Okay. Comes this Friday. And it's like, listen, if, if we don't clean this up in some way, I know this sounds strange that I'm cleaning up a room before the cleaning woman comes, but no, it doesn't. How many, <laughs> do that? How many of us have, have the, have the need and the, like the, just the impulse to clean before the cleaning lady comes. I, I think it's like, for me, yeah. it it's like, I don't, I respect what you do. And I know you didn't like come here to pick up 17,000 Legos off the carpet. Like don't bother if that's left out. So I'll clean that stuff up. But then it's like, but please like wipe the baseboards. Cause I don't care about that. I'm not doing that <laughs> at all. But so I told the boys, I was like, we either clean this up or your room doesn't get cleaned up. I I'm so tired of it. I'm so tired of it looking like garbage and they don't care. When does that change? I don't think it does. I don't think it does. Cause look, Logan has a boyfriend and Harrison has a girlfriend. So I don't know when you would think that's when it would change. Maybe when they start paying their own bills. Like they have to live on their own and pay their own bills and do their own shit. Maybe. I know I'm more, I'm cleaner now that I, you know, it's my stuff. Yeah. <laughs> right. And I feel like even now, sorry, like, mom and dad. <laughs> I, oh my God. Beth, I can't remember if I'm going to be 36 or 30. I think I'm going to be 37. <laughs> okay. But like, it's terrible. I'm like thinking like, okay, am I going to be 30? How old That's am I? when it be? starts. Dude. But I feel like it's just taken me like this many years, 37 years to finally start cleaning every single day and like picking up shit as soon as I do something. And like, yeah, like, I, I don't know. I just, I, I don't know why it's taking me this long, but it's, it's finally the point where I'm just like, I feel like I'm constantly cleaning and constantly picking up shit and constantly vacuuming. I don't just let it sit anymore. And my house still looks like a dumpster fire (laughs) and it's still a mess and everybody shit is everywhere all the time. And there's still laundry. I'm looking at the couch. Now there's a massive pile of laundry just sitting there in the corner. There's a massive pile. That's what I was going to, I haven't put laundry away. I haven't done anything with their laundry in the last two months. Well, because I'm the only one who will do it. I wash it and then I fold it. And then I'm like, do what you want with this. And it just sits in their rooms. And I hate it because I'll wash clean clothes because they're pulling them out of the basket. But I just, I'm like, just put them in a drawer. I don't care what you do. I'm no longer going to be the mom. That's like this jar is for t-shirts and this jar is for long. I I don't care. I don't care. Do not care. Just put them in a drawer. Yeah. Put them in a drawer, put them in a drawer. And I love to clean a room. I like to clean their room because it makes me feel good to know that I don't live above a garbage dump, but they don't care. They love it. Are you kidding me? When they get back right. and I clean their room, they're like, this is great. Looks right. Great. But I'm saying they don't care enough to keep it clean. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. No. And they don't care enough to organize their tours. No, I just, I just I'm want just like, them to bring up all the plates and cups. I mean, I can't tell you how many times I'm like, where's all my silverware? Where's all my silverware? I'm, they're not <laughs> supposed to eat in their rooms. And somehow. And yeah. Managed. Like, uh, yeah, it's, I just, have no control over that. My kids all, eat you know why? Ones. Because we have too many kids and we can't keep up with all of them. And you just can't, there's just too many and you're on them. Jesse. Oh, let me ask. Let me ask you this. So my friend Nina yeah. is getting ready to have her first baby, baby girl. 
Yeah. And you were, I don't know if you remember, I don't remember too much, but when I was having Harrison, I remember, you know, I need to pack my bag and I need to write my dissertation on my birth plan. Right, and I need to right. do this. And I need to do that. And I need to find a gown. That's not a hospital gown because I need to be fashionable and I need to make sure I do my hair. How am I going to do my, okay. Right. So I was talking to her today. I sent her a box of stuff just for her after the baby comes and it was yeah. like this really pretty sits bath and a special sits bath like salt epsom salt bath oh, so and nice. she's like what do i do with this what is it <laughs> is it for the baby is it a baby bath i'm like it's right. a butt bath right yes because your dad's and your i was like it's gonna be me. it's gonna be so great she's like how do i use it i'm like what do you mean how do you use it you fill it what do you mean? How do you use it? You look it up on the internet. And she did. And she's like, Oh, oh what do I need this for? I was like, mm-hmm. Funny. your asshole and your vagina are going to be exploded. They're just going to, with a force, unlike anything you've ever experienced. Yeah. It's good. It's not going to be that bad, but it's going it, to, you'll be scared to wipe. It's going to be bad. <laughs> It's going to be bad. I had hemorrhoids the size of walnuts and not <laughs> walnuts after, after you crack them. I'm talking about hemorrhoids the size of walnuts in the shelf. And so like, yeah, it was horrific. Well, I was just thinking that's the word. So I also um, sent her an airplane bottle of Tito's. So there you yeah. go. Little vodka. Yeah. Yeah, girl. But it's yeah. so cute to listen to. She's ter- terrified. She's like, I haven't talked to Mike, but I definitely want them to save the baby if it comes to, you know, down to her or I. And, and I'm listening and I know I'm like, I, I know what she's feeling. That first time you're like, I am probably going to die because this is like back in like the colonial times. Right. Like the, the mortality rate is like 50 or 70 percent. Linda, my spinning wheel. If Josiah comes out weird. <laughs> Oh my God. No, it's, it, I mean, yeah, the first one is but scary. Yeah. I told her, I said the best advice I can give you besides all the great shit I just sent you in the mail right. is to eat before you leave for the hospital, whether you go into labor or, you know, you're going in to get and in, be induced, eat something. Cause when, when I got pregnant with Harrison, when I had him, I was terrified. So I was too scared to eat. And then I was starving. Yeah, of course. And like, I feel like my, one of, you know, you know, Caroline, um, my, uh, we've, we've worked with her before. She's amazing, but she mm-hmm. had her first baby. And I, I was telling her all the things that she may encounter. And Michael was like, Oh my God, don't scare her. And I'm like, I'm not scaring her, but like, she's like me. She would, she wants to be repaired. Oh yes. So, like she wants to hear these things. And so when it happens, she's like, not totally thrown for a loop. Right. Right. And so, you know, I think, you know, nobody tells first time moms the truth. Right. I tried to do it in a way that wasn't terrifying. She's like, do I need, she goes, should I wear diapers? I'm like, listen, I wish I had thought of that when I was like after I said, I basically wore a pair of fishnet stockings that were cut at the thigh with enormous diapers between my legs. It was horrible. And a huge frozen bag of peas. Yeah. In your bag. Back in my day. Right. <laughs> I had about now, the they, now they sell those things on Amazon. The hospital was on the top of the hill. And I had to walk all the way out of town. 
but I had to wear hooker hose after I had a baby. <laughs> uh, oh my god! But the first one is super, super scary. But just wait until they're thirteen and you're finding their snap. <laughs> you're gonna realize that birth is not the worst part of being a parent. <laughs> I think I've at least said it once, if not many times, a lot of parents are like, this is, these are the wonder years being home with my little ones and watching them talk and walk and do all these things. So when you're working parent and you have to work outside of the home, especially you think I got to cherish this time. I can't, I'm going to stay at home with my kids. This is when they need me most wrong, wrong. (laughs) You, it's absolutely so, not <laughs> that's what movies have made us think yeah but yeah I mean it's I think no matter what stage your kids are in there's just there it's just hard it is hard you're right but I'm here to t- different well and now Jesse's here to tell you like I feel like we need to get tattoos now yeah um, for Noah. they need so much more guidance socially like in society about society when they're in their teens coming home from school I, you're like, oh, freedom. I'm going to go back to work because my kids come home from school and be alone. Oh, you don't want that. Uh-uh. <laughs> <laughs> no. No, you don't. I mean, I know that's not possible for plenty of people, but if you do have a choice and you have to no. choose between staying home when they're a baby and when they're a teenager, I would definitely wait until they're teens. Yeah, I think when they're this little, because I have a teenager and I have a toddler. So I'm kind of experiencing both simultaneously. Yeah. That's like, well, yeah, well, that Ava, Ava, who's two, uh, in a few days, she is, I feel like more physically exhausting, right. Mm -hmm. Where I'm just like constantly, if, if I'm not up all night with her, I'm chasing her all over the place. Like I just, there's no, downtime with her no where with my eldest it's more mentally exhausted and I think that's probably in my my opinion and I feel horrible you have both at the same time yeah but I feel like dealing with a child ments- mentally as a parent is just so taxing yeah <laughs> it just really just drow- dries you right up yeah. It sucks Ooh. the life right out of you because you don't want anything bad to happen to them. And you want to express all of the good things that you can possibly express onto them. And then you put the weight of what they're going through right on top of yourself. You don't want to give them more reasons to have to go to therapy. Isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> I'm right. still pretty good at that though. I'm still pretty good at the therapy part. I'm not and you just lie. wonder like, at the, especially at this age, 13 and, and, you know, moving forward, if the decisions that you're making are going to impact the adults that they become. Mm-hmm. And that's, what's such a mind fuck for me is like, you know, the choices that we're making now and the, the reactions that we have and the direction and the guidance, is that going to turn him into a healthy, stable, capable grown up? And that right there, folks, is why people stay married when they shouldn't. <laughs> Yeah, right. Yeah, man. I mean, that's why we were married a long, like a few years longer than we should have been because we felt like the kids needed that stable and two parent household. And I know a lot of people because Harrison was around that age when we got divorced, where he started acting out. And a lot of people were like, well, you know, mm -mm -mm." oh my God. I was like, it wasn't the divorce. I can tell you that right now. That kid told us more than once he loves our family the way it is now. 
because no. his dad and mom don't fight anymore. Right. Exactly. It just said, happens this is, this is genetic. <laughs> <laughs> some of this is genetic. Some of it's autism. Some, like it's a little sprinkle of all the things. All the things. And it's also them trying to just find their own way. And it's st- the mental part stays with you. When, when you think about your brain being a muscle and muscle memory, let me tell you what. Yeah. That I, I can't remember if I talked about this on the last episode or not, but there was, I was on the phone with my sister and somebody called me from this area code, but I didn't recognize the number. So I didn't answer it. And then they called me right back and somebody knocked on my door at the same time. And so oh. because of all the shit I've been through with kids I was like, I got to go, Jill. I think the cops are here. (laughs) That's what I was thinking. I was like, oh my God. Turned out it was just the electric company psycho dialing me to tell me they're changing my meter at the same time as my Instacart order showing up. (laughs) My God. (laughs) But I'm telling you, I was like, it's the police. They're here about my children. Going to jail. Three hots and a cot. Let's go. (laughs) It's the truancy police. Today's the day. (laughs) Take me with you. (laughs) Please. Stop sending your kids to school. You'll be fine. You'll be here with me soon enough. (laughs) You guys, I'm so glad that we did this because I just sometimes need to talk it out. Like, yes. Beth and I, I think at different parts during the day, we were both like, I can't fucking record tonight. I can't do this. This is terrible. I hate my life. I hate my kids. I hate my day. I hate everybody. And so I'm glad that we finally came to a place where we could actually hate all of us together. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. But we, you know, I think it's good. We recorded and started off weird, but it got, got better. (laughs) We got on track, but we know y'all have shitty days too. So I want to know if anyone's FaceTime their husband while in the same house. (laughs) (laughs) If you want to wake their asses up, you do. Never, like I've texted Rob before when we're in the same house a hundred thousand times, but I've never called anybody. Oh, I tried to text him and it went unseen. So I was like, I'm gonna FaceTime him because the FaceTime ring is louder than the normal. <laughs> oh yeah. If my kids, if I call my children, they're like shit. Right. <laughs> but we know that y'all we just know you guys have shitty days too. And mm-hmm. so I think recording this episode was like a, like a love letter to all of you who are having shitty days and not loving your kids at your max capacity and just wanting to run away. I texted Beth. I was like, I just want to fucking run away. And she was like, do it. <laughs> <laughs> That's the kind of friend I am. <laughs> run away! And I was like, okay, let's go. Yeah. So this is our love letter to all of you who are really feeling just the shit overwhelmed. Yeah, man, this, this, yeah, the parts of parenthood that aren't pretty and, you know, the parts of parenthood that sometimes you can't use affirmations or mindfulness to get over. It's just Mm -hmm. a shitty day. And you just have to say, you know what? Today's a shitty day. Yep. It's just a shitty day. Maybe tomorrow won't be so shitty. We'll see. Tomorrow is always a new day. That's always what I tell my kids and myself. Yeah. So we'll see. Always a new day tomorrow. Tomorrow is going to be a totally different shit show. I mean, at least there's that. It could be. Yes. Or it could be awesome. You never know. So hopefully tomorrow your day will be awesome. I hope yours is awesome too. I hope everybody has an awesome day. 
Thanks for listening to our, the weirdest episode I think we've ever done. Yeah, dude. The diatribe, man. The rambling. Period. (laughs) Uh, Yes. (laughs) Just going to be period. It was a period at the end of the word period. Period. I think that'll be part of our merch. Just a shirt that says period on it. I love it. Period. We're going to have a whole line of shit for you guys. It's going to be amazing. (laughs) Okay. Oh, well, you guys, we know we love y'all. Yes. And we'll see you next week. Yeah, we will. We'll be here, (laughs) you know, whether it's shit or sun, you know, rain or shine, we'll be here. Rain or shine, we'll be here. (laughs) Weird or put together. Who knows? Uh, It's a surprise every week. Yeah. We're never really put together, but anyway, it's all right. It's the charm of us. (laughs) (laughs) All right, guys. So until next week, see you later. All right. Bye. Bye.